You are listening to the PT and the Gib Dog Podcast, episode 57. Today's episode is a reaction to the Game 3 buzzer beater loss to the Raptors, as we still aren't over the brutal finish even 24 hours later. As Coach Orion once famously said, How long does it take to score a goal? Less than a second. Slam. Fortunately, we remain optimistic for the rest of the series. Let's do this. All right, so so we gave it we gave it twenty four hours after. Do you think do you think they'll have a nickname for that shot last night by by OG to beat the Celtics? Will there will there be a will there be a nickname? I guess it depends if they win the series or not. If it's a random game three winning shot that doesn't go anywhere, maybe not. But man, that was brutal. That was brutal last night. No, you're right. The only way it means something is if they do come back and win the series, and it does end up becoming a turning point. And with a team like Toronto, who Yes, they don't have Kawhi Leonard. They don't have one of their, you know, important pieces from last year as well, Danny Green. But it's still a team that has championship DNA. So, you know, it could mean something. It could be a turning point. Like, this isn't some schlep team that the Celtics have we played in the second round. It's the defending NBA champions minus a couple, one very important, you know, component. But but still, like, I, I, I... if it does turn, you know, the series does turn, yeah, there will be a name for the shot. But, yeah, no, I, I know we were talking about it before you hit the record button. I know it prompted you to hit the record button. <laughs> but, like, this is the feeling we're normally supposed to have after they get eliminated when, Ugh. you know, uh, you know, play, season's over, playoffs are over, you have no desire to watch any other basketball. I had no desire to watch any basketball after last night. I couldn't even watch anything else on TV. I think within 45 <laughs> minutes I was in bed. In depression, I know this sounds really sad, but like, but like, but but oh, I, mean, I know it was only game three, but they were a half a second away from essentially being in the Eastern Conference Finals because Toronto wasn't coming back from three zero. No way. I don't care. I don't care what championship DNA they have. So, um, so yeah, they, they've given Toronto a little bit of new life. Um, I, I'm still not negative about the series. I still have a very good feeling, and we'll, you know, we'll. We'll talk about that as we go. Um, it's not gloom and doom. Still up 2-1. And they still very much in the driver's seat of the series. But um, we'll, yeah. we'll see how we respond in game four. Yeah, this will be a fun podcast. When's the last time you felt like this? Because I, I was trying to think back the last time. Because for me, it's um, like I don't want to go anywhere near Sports Center for multiple days. No. Back in like middle school, high school, it was like, I don't want to look at the Boston Globe sports page. Like, don't even want to think about it. I avoid all podcasts. I'm trying to think, like, we've obviously had an unbelievable two-decade run here as Boston sports fans. I, I'm trying to remember the last time I felt this way, and this is um, probably a testament to how good a run we had. Um, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll get into some of the the, the, the more treacherous Celtics losses in, the, in, in a little bit, but I don't know. No, nothing near-term felt like this. It's, it's been a while. It was an interesting feeling. I'm like, ooh, I remember this feeling. This is not a good feeling. Yeah, I think it's just how they lost the game. Um you know, we have felt this way if they had lost by 20. You know, if it was the game Toronto needed, they came out and dominated start to come at halftime. They quickly evaporated in the third. But even if the, even they still kind of responded, and they were up four going into the fourth. And, you know, we're trading punches with them down the stretch. Um, last night was tough because Kemba was firing on all cylinders, and that's the disappointing really part. Nice. Kemba had his – I mean, he's had some great games in this playoffs so far, but it was – his real, it was going to be his first, like, real true, you know, Celtic moment. Like, he was going to be the guy responsible for 
you know, for them winning that game. You had Kemba, you had Brown to an extent, but was hurting them. They didn't really – Tatum had an off-night shooting, you know, 5 of 18 from the field. And he that's did. tough to do. That's tough to do on a night where Lowry and Van, uh, Fred Van Vliet played otherworldly. Like, they're not going to play much better than they did last night. They also night. both played, like, 44 minutes. Right. <laughs> they were in there the entire game. Yeah, but Toronto really only played seven guys. Their eighth guy. I mean, OG, Lowry, and Van Vliet were out there the entire game. And Siakam yeah, probably would have been, too, if he wasn't in foul trouble. Although he is the garbage this series, but that's another story. Yeah, better in the second half. Better in the second half and sort of kind of yeah. – you could see get a little bit more comfortable in the second half, but it was really Lowry and Van Vliet. And I mean, I think they both played exceptional games. You could say for the, you know, I, you know, pretty damn close to it. And, you know, it still took a buzzer beater with 0.5 seconds for them to win the game. From that standpoint, you got to feel pretty good. If you're the Celtics, if you're a Celtics fan, because Tatum didn't really perform well. Tice really didn't give you too much of anything last night. No, so he didn't. So you, you had two starters that were really off. And Smart didn't have the best game either, but it was Kemba Walker that was carrying you. And then Jalen Brown with the job defensively, he's, he's been doing on Siakam. Um, and it was when Siakam got going that, you know, Brown wasn't really, you know, covering him. I think, you know, Grant Williams was drawing the assignment for a while. So, um that wasn't the question you asked, though. I guess you asked, "When's the last time we felt this way?" <laughs> I can't. I. I. I can't, I can't really. I, I don't even think I can remember. It's been a. It's been a while. It's been a long time. I wouldn't even put the. The. Uh, 2018 was what 20, came to mind, but, but like I, we overachieved. I, I, we overachieved. Right. So that's but yeah, that, and and they didn't they didn't lose the game in the last second. Like we, you think back to that game, the Celtics shot so atrocious that you never. You never yeah. really felt comfortable in that game seven, you know, and Cleveland obviously undoubtedly had the best player on the yeah. floor in LeBron James. Um, so that's, that's what makes that a little bit different. So, so maybe, maybe it's 2012 Patriots Giants. Cause Patriots Eagles, I didn't feel this way after Pat's Giants. Both of them, I think was a yeah. hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me pretty hard. Yeah, I'd say Pat's Giants. Um, I didn't know you were going to open this up to any other sports. So the list I was – the list I compiled or, or you know, the – should, should we go into it right now? Do you want to just go into it? I, I, I mean, we could and then come back to talking about the yeah. rest of the series after. Might as well. Yeah. So yeah. You, you you went in the entire Boston sports realm. I, I was kind no, of – No, 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 no. No, no, no. Right. I, okay. I was focused on – so, so I was focused on what are – I was going to tell you that I think this is a top five – most devastating Celtics loss in the past 20 years. Um, that's what I was going to start. Yeah, and I'd agree with that, I think. I, I yeah. tried to find five more that I found more devastating, and I don't think I could. I have this fifth, so it'll be interesting as we walk through. Um, I didn't get into other Boston sports losses. We can talk about that afterwards. But um, what's the best way to do this? Should we, should we start with someone picks number should – we, should we just start with one, one person picking number one, and then we kind of debate it whether or not – I mean, the, the number one's obvious. Yeah. Well, do you want to you want to go backwards, or you want to start with the first one? Let's start with the first one, just because. Okay. All right. Well, you roll with the first one because you. I I think I know what you're about to say. Yeah, I mean, I think. And and, and if you don't say what I think you're about to say, then that's a whole other debate. This is going to go on. I mean, I was in South Africa during this, so I experienced it a little (laughs) bit differently than other people. But um, I think, in in terms of Celtics' losses the last twenty years, when you lose Game Seven of an NBA Finals, I think that has to be number one on any list. So. The loss to the Lakers, when, especially when the way you were it went leading, down. when you were leading, up by ten, what was, going to the fourth up by quarter. ten, going to the fourth quarter, yeah, yeah. And um, Ron Artest is 
hitting hitting key shots and Sasha Vujacic is hitting key free throws and Kobe is scrapping because he can't hit a shot and you have Rasheed Wallace out there hopping and puffing. Tough because time. we had no one else to play. I think the Celtics maybe played seven guys, maybe seven, six and a half in that game. Depending, depending if Robinson played, which I don't remember how much Robinson played. But yeah, I, don't, I, I don't think Robinson played any in that game, if I recall. You had the five starters, which included Rasheed Wallace because – Perk had torn his ACL in the game Davis. before. Uh, and maybe Glenn Davis. I don't even know if in that game seven he played a lot. I don't know why Tony, uh, Tony Allen might be coming to mind, played a few minutes. Um, but it wasn't very many. It was only six, seven guys. Um, so that's why Rashid was spent the way he was. Yeah, that, that's far and away the worst. Um, I remember I watched the first half of that game alone in my apartment because – I told myself been, all day. This would have been Long Beach? Yep. I told myself all – yes, this was Long Beach. I told myself all day that I'm going to stay home. I'm going to watch it at home because, you know, that's just – the way I am now is the way I was back then. Um, and I think you're similar with the big games. You want to be home where you yes. can hear everything and see it. But yes. then I get a call from some of my friends in Long Beach that said, hey, we're down at the beach house. Why don't you come down and watch the game? And I think oh. I was drinking – I think I was drinking on my own. So at halftime, I sure enough got got dressed and walked down to the beach house and watched the second half in a crowded bar and was just having an outer body experience while not trying to show it because I was really the only one truly entrenched watching the television. So I guess we maybe – I don't know if I've told you this story before. I guess we can put it on me for why they lost game seven. Oh, come on. That's not your fault. That's not your fault. I was, I was on my work BlackBerry refreshing on South Africa Wi-Fi uh, trying to get a signal for what was happening and getting, like, the old-school ESPN play-by-play, like, Allen 3, Artest 3, no! Um, and, of course, like, the guy was um, – one of the guys on our, our trip to that World Cup was a big Lakers fan, so, you know, it's 3 a.m. and we're going back and forth. So, less of a fun story, but equally painful. So, yes – that's number one, obvious pick. I'll throw it to you quick, for number quick, two. Quick, well, quick right. sidebar before that. An honorable mention, one that isn't on my list because I really didn't watch the game for similar reasons. Uh, game seven of the Eastern semifinals in 2009, the year that Ooh, the Magic was the playoffs. Um, I didn't also watch an, that game. Also an honorable mention on my list, by the way. I did not watch that game because I was on my way to Ireland that night with my family. That's right. So – that was back when Aer Lingus didn't have DirecTV. I'm probably doesn't even have DirecTV at this point. And uh, we had no idea what was happening, no Wi-Fi on the plane, or didn't have a device on us probably that we even having Wi-Fi would matter. I remember we landed in Ireland and they had computers available. And I went to a computer and opened the ESPN page and saw that they had gotten and they got smoked. To them, smoked by the magic in that game seven. It was at the garden too. Uh, Who wouldn't have beaten the Cavs that year? I don't think. No, pro- well, the Magic ended up beating them. I know but, they did, but, but yeah, but yeah, no, uh, you, you're probably right. Just no guard was uh, such a big loss for them. But but see, that's why that game seven isn't on my list because I didn't yep. even actually watch it. And it's, um, it's semis, but yeah, that that was an honorable mention on mine as well. Yeah. Um, so that was your number one. My number two, number two for me is actually not a game seven. It's game six of the 2012 Eastern Conference Finals. So Ooh, at, the, at the time, the Celt- yes, the Celtics were up 3-2. Interesting. They had, just, they had just run off three wins in a row against Miami after dropping. 
in the first two. You could argue they even, you know, were the better team in games two through five because game two was the game that Rondo just popped and had like 40 points or something like that. Um, and they lost a close, close, close game to, to Miami. To the garden, up three two, have all the momentum on the road and uh, all the momentum in the world. On James puts in, you could argue maybe his best performance on the road in his playoff career um, in that aside, game six. Aside, aside from game seven of, of the twenty, uh, whatever sixteen finals, but yes, yes. Uh, aside yeah, aside yeah, but, from beating the Warriors, yes, I, I would say this might be number yeah. two. But, but no, but no, but think about the gravity of that game, though. You know, uh, in the, you know, he had lost the year before to Dallas in the finals. So here they are standing down, you know, one, not even making the finals. So the, this new yep. big three, and, you know, the, the, that's why just that game six performance is so monumental when you look back on it. That um, team might get broken up. Bosch might get traded. Like, who knows what happens. Right. If, if no, you don't know what happens if that, if that game doesn't happen. So – um, so that was a tough, tough one to watch. And, you know, you kind of, I, I know I spent the whole game, that whole game, and I, I, you probably did too, trying to convince myself that the Celtics would get back to it. Like, they cut the deficit to 10. I'm like, all right, they're going to do this. You're going to do this. And even back then, Twitter was still going. And you look at it, Twitter, and Celtics Twitter was like, they're going to do it. I got the feeling it just, it just never happened because LeBron just wasn't going to let it happen. Uh, and even though, even though they were competitive in that game seven, and we're leading after the first quarter, and I think maybe even leading going into the fourth. I can't entirely recall, but you know, led for a good chunk of that game seven in Miami. When they lose that game six, you just think they just lost their best chance to do it, and I'm sure that ended up being the case. So that's my number two. You see, that obviously wasn't yours because, given by your surprised reaction to it, um, that's a good one. I actually had game seven of the 2012 as my number two. Um, and See, six, was, six was more depressing for me than seven. And it's probably because but the six problem, was But the problem is with six, you still have seven that you can win. So to me, uh, it wasn't as depressing. And, and part of it's circumstance, too. So for me, um, I remember game five, which is, I think, Paul Pierce hit that big a, three to put them up four with, like, jumper. 40 seconds. Um, yep. Yeah, I remember watching that at work because I was in San Francisco. That was the, that was, yeah. that was the good job, good effort game. Yeah, that was yes. the one where the, the kid in the tunnel was telling me, he, good job, good effort, good job. <laughs> good. That was great. And I, I was, it was like four, it was like 5 p.m. when he hit that because I was on the West Coast uh, that summer. So I remember that one vividly. I remember walking to meet friends um, for game six and getting there at halftime and the game was already over because as you said, LeBron just like put on a yeah. show. Um, but game seven, I think it was a Saturday. And it was like I planned. It was, the, it was the day of, it was the day of the Belmont Stakes as I spent the day at Belmont Park at the Belmont Stakes. <laughs> and I wore, I wore oh, my Celtics hat and a bright green button down shirt. All right. Well, this is why this is why Game Seven is more, more <laughs> devastating for me, and Game Six is more devastating for you because I was not at Belmont Park. I was at a sports bar watching the entirety of that game. Oh, I got home for the game. I got home okay. for the game. Okay. I said I spent okay. the day, spent the okay. day at Belmont Park. I forgot it was a night game. It didn't feel like a night. I think it started at five p.m. West Coast, so it didn't feel as as late for me. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think they were up. If I remember correctly, they were up like seven or eight at the half. Uh, that lead got erased and it was, I think it was tied going into the fourth quarter and then Bosch just hit all those threes toward the end. And you know what, you, you, you kind of knew because that 2012 run came out of nowhere. Like the Derek, Derek Rose injury was massive. That allowed us to 
play the Sixers, I think, in the second round, opposed to the Bulls. Um, so you kind of you kind of felt that we got gifted to the Eastern Conference Finals that year. So you kind of knew this was the chance if you were going to get a second title with that team. So for me, Game Seven was number two on my list. Um, and this is pretty clean because I imagine you probably don't have Game Six and Game Seven of 2012 on your list. Um, <laughs> so it's probably clean that we we talked about our number twos this way, where we had the same series but just different uh, different games. Just different games, yeah. Um, but yeah, either one. I think six just was more, you know, I, I, I was yeah. referencing and joking about the good job, good effort kid. But after the Celtics pulled that game off, this whole city thought they were going to win game six. There was no question. And I think it was just at home. The, we're coming back home. Right. It was, it was at home. It was the history. LeBron had never really had a no. moment in Boston yet. If you think about it. They beat us once in 2011. Had he won a playoff game in Boston yeah. since? He won a game four of 2011. Oh, that's right. I forget the, the about game 11. after Wade, like, uh, yeah, Shane Toronto. Right. Like, they won right. that game. I, they beat us right. in five, I, I think, that year. You're right. I always forget about that that year and that series. But it's, but it's good to forget that year. That year was not a good year. But but there weren't very many. That was my point. You know, that, you know, that, and, you know people just didn't think it was going to happen. Um, yeah. Everyone just felt overly confident because the Celtics were a, a, a very good home playoff team. And Rondo was turning um, into the best players. player on that team that had. R- Rondo was uh, the best player on that team. You know, I talked yeah. about game two of that series where he just was unstoppable. Um, and it was a team, I mean, it was a team that had Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett. Garnett. Mm-hmm. And the fifth starter, actually, Brandon Bass. <laughs> yeah, Putting right. that out there for you. That's why they that lost team had no That team had no No, depth. it didn't. Those five played the majority of the game. I think so Petrus had some had, had a few a few minutes a few too minutes. when I was looking earlier. But maybe, other than that, maybe it was like Keon, du- Keon Dueling, yeah, maybe. It was like Dueling, Ryan Hollings. I think Steve Sma somehow played. Like, how was that possible? Um, Marquise Daniels was on that roster, but kind of falling out of the rotation towards the end of that series. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think Sean Williams got any run, but I think he was on that team. No. Uh, anyways, anyways. Uh okay. Game so number two we're both agreed uh, so thank you for bringing that one up I guess it's on me to pick the third it's on you for most three. yeah devastating um, I think we'll agree on this one uh, game seven 2018 Eastern Conference Finals against the Cavs Celts tied three three it's pretty much LeBron on his own no Kyrie for the Celtics no Gordon Hayward for the Celtics under man squad J- Jason Tatum is a rookie Jalen Brown in his second year. Scary Terry Rozier, Al Horford playing the, the veteran presence on the team. And, and Marcus, Marcus Morris, don't forget him. Morris, smart. And defensively, they lock down the Cavs. And the only, I think the only two Cavs who even score is pretty much LeBron and uh, Jeff Green as LeBron slows the game down to a like, horrifying pace. Um, but they just can't get buckets. Tatum dunks on LeBron, but we pretty much don't score the last six minutes. And we... Uh, we waste a chance to get some even more playoff reps. I mean, honestly, there's no way we get past the, the Warriors if uh, even if we did win. But uh, it would have been fun. That was though. a tough one because you felt like we could have won that one. I was looking forward to that finals because I knew they weren't going to win, but you know they wouldn't have beaten Golden State. But that was around the time that I was moving home, and I was going to be back in Boston just in time for the finals. So, you know, I had it in my head that, oh, we're going to go to at least one game because that always yeah. seems to be the case. Yeah. If we're not at it, we're going to be watching everyone somewhere in around the garden. And then, uh, you know, it just got swiped away from us. Um, that 
that one wasn't as devastating for me. And I think we talked about it. And this was not, it made my top five, but it was not my number three. This was my okay. number five. This was okay. my number five, actually. Okay. Um, and I guess, you know, maybe if, I don't know how you want to talk about this, but. You, can, just, you just say what your number three was, because I'm sure it was my number four. So I think I know uh, where you're going with this. My three was actually game. What game was it? Shit. Four. Um, it was game. No, it was game. Uh, you, you, no, it's not. You don't, you don't, you don't. I'm going a different direction here. I thought I was in your mind. I guess I'm not. This is game six, 2013. Pearson Garnett's last game. Oh, this is not against my list, Knicks. but okay. Okay. It make, no, it makes my list because uh. I think everyone knew that was it. I mean, we didn't know it was going to go down the way it was with the trade to Brooklyn on draft night. I mean, I got us. I yeah, I, right. I don't think we saw it that way or, you know, we'd be lying if we said that was how we thought the end was going to be. But I think in the back, in the back of my mind, at least, they were a seven seed, losing to a two seed. Yes, Rondo had gotten hurt in January, February, whatever it was, and they weren't at full strength. But that was where you said the Pierce Garnett era is probably over. You know, maybe Pierce was going to stick around. Um, maybe Garnett was just going to be gone. But even so, Allen had left the year before. Yeah. Like it was, it, it was going to be over. And that one was tough for me. And I think it was so tough because they had gone down 3-0. They had one game four at home to kind of salvage it. They went to New York and won game five. And you're thinking to yourself, all right, so if they come home win game six, who knows what happens in a game seven, maybe you go to the veteran team. And they were trailing early in that game six, but then when they went on that crazy comeback, and I think maybe cut it to like four or five um, in the fourth quarter. And it was kind of one last run for Garnett and Pierce when the garden was, I mean, I was in a bar in New York actually watching it, but then when I watched it again, I mean, the garden was loud, very, very loud. And, you know, you know, and, and like it did during the Pierce Garnett era. Um, and I think just when they ended up losing that game and losing the series, it kind of felt like the chapter of Garnett and Pierce had come to an end. And that's why yeah. that one was kind of devastating for me, but I can see why you don't think it wouldn't be so much, but I think it's just because it kind of marked the end of that. Yeah. Era. For me. Yeah, no, I, I, I like where you're going with that. It's a little bit more of a senti sentimental play. Um, we just weren't as, I mean, we were a seven seed. Like, we weren't that good. Um, that team was a on seven, last. A seven seed that a lot of people, though, are actually picking the Celtics in seven. Like, if, if, they, if you went back yeah. and looked, if, if you, no, if you, no, but if you went back and looked at, you know, these, you know, you know how going yeah. into every one of the series we see here in the bubble, they have all 25 of the ESPN experts picking yeah. the series there were a lot of celtics in that even though it was a 2-7 and it was just because of the respect that people had for garnett yeah. and pierce and the celtics at that point even though at the time new york was much deeper and yeah. obviously better and younger no question and we um, and we had surprised the year before i think we were four when we got to the uh to the eastern commerce finals and almost beat the heat so i i i get it but um and again, I think it also makes I think it also makes it worse for me. It's because the only playoff series win for the Knicks since like two thousand came against the Celtics. So I think that might just at least we beat them a little was bit. The year before we what? swept them. At least we swept them the year before, or two years before. I, I forget. I, it was either eleven or was eleven it or twelve. I think. I think it was eleven. It was eleven. It wasn't twelve. Because ten, it was the Hawks in the first round. If I remember. twelve, I think was the. 10 was the heat in the first round, I think. 
And maybe it was then maybe it was the Knicks at eleven. I just can't. Yeah, I guess we could Google it real quick. Yeah, uh, they, it might have been. It might. Yeah, they might have beat the Knicks in the first round, and then they lost to Miami in the semis. Yeah, um, this is a great podcast when I'm googling things. Um, Celtics beat the Knicks in 2011. We we swept them. Yeah, it was 11. Um, You're right. But uh, swept the swept the Knicks yeah. and then lost in five to the Heat in the semis. Yeah, they were better than us. I mean, the thing is, like that 13 team was. I mean, I don't know who we were going to play next. Maybe the Pacers was that the um, the uh, I forget. I mean, that was young Paul George and um, the uh, who was the Georgetown center that played on the Pacers for a while. Ron Hibbert. Yeah. yeah, I think it was Hibbert team and all that. Um, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if they, that team goes very far. But but I hear you. There's some sentimentality in that one. And, and again, part of it's like where I was. Like I was. <laughs> this is funny. I, I was on a party bus down to Mohegan Sun watching the game on an iPhone, um, watching oh. the end of that game. So you can imagine I probably wasn't as sentimental uh, on that one. But uh, it's a, I like that it's, one. It's a, it's a good one. It's, it's amazing how things changed in three years, how you were refreshing the old ESPN app on your BlackBerry <laughs> phone to yeah, watch no, the game crazy. on your iPhone three years later. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I was in South Africa refreshing, which is its own, oh, I know. you know, uh, at least his internet there. Uh, Listen, I, so, was, I was in Ireland hopping on a computer in 2009, so that's almost as bad. Yeah, it's true. Was that um, computer? So was that next game, was that, was that number three or your number four? That was my three. Jeez, okay. Okay. I guess it's time for, for my uh, – no, I did my three. So now you get to do your four, I think. My four was last night. Okay. I have last night as my five. So maybe we just <laughs> scrap that. And why don't you give your other top five then? My other I think, five, it, I think it'll be the same as mine, but maybe it won't be. <laughs> I hope it is, or else I'm going to be very surprised by you. But what's the other one? So, so you let's, your four let, then if let, my let, four was last night? Yeah, so so let's run through your top five. So you have number one was game seven, 2010. Number two was game six um, of the 2012 against the Heat. Number three was game six. You love the sixes. Uh, game six, 2013 next. La- uh, number four was last night. And now number five for you was? There's one that you've said already. It was your number Okay. Three. Okay, so the Cavs in 2018. Cavs in 2018. Got it. Okay, so the one that I have that we haven't talked about yet so my list, again, number one, the same, 2010, Lakers, NBA Finals, Game 7. Makes sense. Number two, Game 7, 2012, Eastern Conference Finals, Heat. Number three, 2018, Eastern Conference Finals, Cavs. And number LeBron, Game 7 loss. Number five was last night. So top five. Number four, you're going to love this one. <laughs> game four, 2002, Eastern Conference Finals against the Nets. Wow. That's a good one. You know, I thought about that today because um, yeah. I was at that game. I, I know was you actually were. I know you were. That that's game. why I was very surprised. That's why I was, that's why I was yelling game four when you were talking about your number three. And you want to know why I probably didn't make my, make my list? Tell me why. Because, Tell me why. Because I, was, because I was 16 years old <laughs> um, and probably didn't, like, fully appreciate it as much as I would any uh, or, or was old enough to fully comprehend or – Maybe he wasn't drinking alcohol when I was 16, so I don't think you were. Like my my sorrows weren't my sorrows weren't enhanced by alcoholic beverages. Um, no, that's a good one. That's in my that's in my honorable mention. Yeah. Um, um and 
Yeah, I, I, rem- I remember how that game went down. Um, there was a big uh, questionable, I would call it, and that's a game you, that, that's one you don't see replayed. Obviously, no, it's they lost it was a rock game. fight, and they're and they're fight. always and they're always going to replay game three. Yeah, game three was great. Was a, I think I called you on my home landline to your landline. My uh, home landline. Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. that happened after game three because that was an unbelievable comeback. Game three. So they're up two one. They're at home. Yep. Can you make it three one? Mm-hmm. And then, and put, yeah, yeah, you, you put yourself three one in the driver's seat, and there were two big things at the end. Of, it was a close game, like you said, a rock fight. Um, two things I remember, and I'm, you know, I, I, again, it was a long time ago, um, but I remember a big offensive foul called against Rodney Rogers that was borderline. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like a game changing play, and then the Celtics were down and down two and Pierce got fouled and went to the line like in he the did. final seconds. He did. And he missed the first free throw. Red Arback did not kiss that one in like no. he did in well, 2008. Well, well, Red was still alive in 2002. That's, that so might have been had, why. That he, might have been he why. Had, he, hadn't, he hadn't moved to the afterlife. He didn't have the power to kiss Pierce's no, free throws he, in. He, he didn't. Um, but I remember Pierce taking the shot. I remember him missing it. I remember the close-up of him, just the face he made in disgust. Antoine Walker was standing down on the opposite foul line and just turned away and had his hands over his head. I mean, Antoine would have missed them both, obviously. Yeah. Anyway, no, so another sure. story, but yeah. Just that, just that was when the disappointment kind of hit. Um, and probably also kind of, like, you know, looking back on it, that probably showed you that that team had overachieved tremendously. They did. They did. And we're not as good as that Nets team. And but But we're still – but we're still right in it. Um, and, you know, obviously we weren't the better team in that series, but that's, yeah, that's a good one. That's a, that was a good one. I, I thought about I, that one today, but maybe just because it was so long ago, there yeah. are other memories just fresher. I figured you'd appreciate that one. I mean, for me, it was, it was kind of the, I mean, 86, we were clearly too young. Um, early nineties, too young. They were pretty terrible late nineties. So that was for me, at least the first time the Celtics were good um that I remembered and that game three was so much fun and I mean even I mean round one I think they got by Iverson who they beat in the second round Pistons was it Detroit uh, yes yeah they beat Iverson That's... in five which is in, in a five game series <laughs> yeah 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 and then, uh, yeah and yeah then they beat the then they beat the Pistons in five games actually if I remember that was an upset they lost they lost game one to Detroit and then they rifled out four straight um, yeah and then split the first two in New, in New Jersey and then had the game three. Epic New Jersey had the game three come back and then lost games uh, four, five, and six, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, the other thing, and again, so, I, didn't look at the, I didn't look at the highlight. So, but at least the play-by-play when I was refreshing my memory this morning. Uh, so Pierce misses the first with six seconds left. And by the way, it was Lucius Harris who hit the two free throws to give New Jersey a 94-92 lead with, you know, 20 Lucius. seconds left. Lucius Harris and his, and his Phantom of the Opera mask. Lucius Harris. So well in that series. His, yeah. his wannabe Rip Hamilton. Um, yeah. So Pierce misses the two free throws. Sorry, Pierce misses the first free throw. Misses the second on purpose. And at least according to the play-by-play, Tony Matee got the rebound and put a shot up. And it did not go in. Nope. And so it's, not go it's in. also like pulls your heart out a little bit more. Where it's like, oh, man, they even had a chance to do it. So, um no, that that, so, that was that, that that that's definitely an honorable mention, and and uh, that's uh, I, I like that one. 
Another yeah, one I, got, I thought I, about. I, I, got, I got two more honorable one, missions, but you go first. I okay. got two more honorable missions, but you go first. Okay. Well, well, mine is one we've talked at at nauseum because we were there. Um, 2005 Game 7 first round. <laughs> That's um, when they got blasted by Indiana in Game 7. Um, <laughs> that was terrible. When they pulled the tickets off the, were, the tickets six, were not expensive, at least. So <laughs> they were not. They were not. I think it cost us fifty bucks to go to the game. Yeah, so college freshman, we we had no problem getting yeah. in and spent no zero dollars on alcohol in. there nope. and got the nope. fuck out of there afterwards. Nope. Nope. I think I, I think I bought the tickets after being drunk on Everclear for Game Six. Yeah, um, that sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Was that the Paul Pierce uh, jersey over his head yeah. game? Yeah, that was the Paul Pierce elbowing Jamal Tinsley and yep jersey over his head and. And wrapping his head in the uh, in in the bandage oh, yeah. and going to the yeah, press conference. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was not a high point. Uh, I, I have one more honorable mention. Okay. Game two, two thousand eight, Eastern Conference Finals, Detroit Pistons. Okay. Detroit basketball, one hundred three, Celtics ninety seven. This is the first Celtics home playoff loss of that postseason they had won the first seven games and uh where were, where were we for that game too? we were in salisbury massachusetts <laughs> i had about 10 course lights during that game and uh just missed 10? The, uh, <laughs> yeah i mean you probably had more to drink during the day but 10 just during the game at least during the game uh, yeah i mean I, I missed whatever festivities happened afterwards because i uh, passed out um but you, uh, you, didn't, you didn't come to the 10 show club? No, I did not. I did not. I did not. I was asleep. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, so people forget that Pistons team, they had made the Eastern Conference Finals. That was their sixth year in a row. That was a team that was battle tested. Um, yep. That was a team with Rip Hamilton. That was a team with Chauncey Billups. That was a team with um, uh, Tayshaun Prince. That was a team with uh, Rashid and Ben Wallace, right? Um, that was a good team, and you can't give up home games against a team like that. And, oh, by the way, the Celtics were 0-6 on the road against the Hawks, and the LeBron yep. is the only player on the team, Cavs. So it was the first time they that, lost at home. Yeah, that was, that was a tough one. I didn't, I didn't feel great about that. Um, so that was an honorable mention where I felt, you know, pretty devastated after that loss. Luckily, I think, that, I think they split in Detroit, and then we won 5-6, and six, if I remember correctly. Um, so we were able to take the series, uh, but uh, that's all I got. I can't. I mean, this is this has already been a list of how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We've got ten games that were devastating on our list, and the Raptors fall fourth or fifth. And last and last night was one of them. Um, yeah, it was just. I mean, but it's the first time of all those games we just mentioned. It's the only one they lost in the in the last way that second. they did. Yeah, you may recall. I think it was Game One of the Buck series in 2018. Yep, Middleton. Middleton, Middleton hit a three from like half court, like a 37 footer at the buzzer. Because right after Rozier did that crazy step back, right to send the game to over, send the game to overtime. So while they didn't lose yeah. that game, uh, you know there has been a game in shorter recent memory that kind of followed along the similar, yeah. you know. A, a, a similar giving up a similar shot, but um, well, 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 I tend to agree. Like, uh, you know, if if that was a long two by OG, I would have felt a little better because you know we still would have had a fifty percent chance of winning going into overtime, opposed to uh, somehow leaving him twenty feet open in the corner for a wide open three. But you know, I think 
you know, it's uh, we'll, we'll it's learn first, a lot more it, about we'll, we'll, we'll learn a lot more about this team, right? Like, what are they made of? Are they going to come out and be sad about it tomorrow night, or are they going to come out and win by twenty because they're the better team? And I think they will win by twenty. I think they are the better team, and I think they'll come out. And win I don't by know 20. if the, I don't know I don't know if they'll win by twenty, but I think they'll win because, like you said, they are the better team. I think I think Jalen Brown is taking it personally. Um, you know, Tatum didn't seem as demonstrative in his tone um, about losing the game. Um, yeah. You know, Steve, Stevens is going to keep them even killed. He's always even killed, yeah. And, he, and, he, and he's obviously putting it on himself. You know, anything that when the team breaks down, he puts on himself. I think he told the guys, don't lose sleep over let me lose the sleep, saying all the can, right things. Can we pause for one second? So you've been an assistant coach in high-level basketball. You've been in many huddles when there's probably an end-of-quarter situation where there's that amount of time on the clock. You have probably not been in a situation where there's been a seven-five uh, man defending the no. inbound, but we're not going to talk to that. What, what what happens in that huddle? Like, is there so the Celtics decided to play zone, um, and it did look like Tatum tried to pass up OG to to Jalen. Like, is I, I would imagine de- defend and guard the three-point line is something that comes up, but but what what happens in those huddles? Yeah, and that, and that point you're saying. I, I mean, I've never been in an NBA huddle, and things are a little me comparing a women's college basketball huddle to a, to a pro huddle. There's more ferals than you think. Yeah, but, but you know, you're kind of going down, you know, the, the coach that has the scout, you know, at least in my experience, mm-hmm. is telling you here are some of the things that they – a couple of things that they might look to run. Um, the thing is with the NBA, with the Rolodex of plays that these coaches have, you know, Brad Stevens being one of them, it's not so much that you can plan for a particular play, but it's a situation where – you know, obviously the Celtics went to a specific defense that they felt was – I think the rationale for it was that they felt they were going to – there was a less chance for them yeah. to get screened com- coming out in that zone set. Um, yeah. y- you know, and, you know, I don't think putting Taco Taco in the game was necessary. It was – sure, we thought it was cute, and I know we were yeah. kind of joking and excited about yeah. it, but we were, I wasn't to, so sure well, that was – To be fair, we were excited about Kemba doing – a split, a double team, and a no-look right. bounce pass to tight right. 0.5 seconds left. So yeah. whatever I said after that was uh, because right. I was excited about Kemba. But, yes, continue. But, but, but back to what you're saying is no threes, obviously. You have a two-point lead. At worst case, you're playing for overtime. Yeah. So, like, the fact that they – I mean, it looked like they were double, were they doubling Gasol or worried about Gasol. I, I, I don't I, think I, so I, much I, they yeah. were doubling. It's just that Tatum – I mean, for all the blame that we're going to put on Brown, and he should have stayed out. Like, he was the closest one to him. He should have saw him and he should have reacted quicker. Yeah. He should have stayed with him and taken a three away. Tatum didn't move. His feet were in cement blocks. Um, you know, and I don't know if that was just a communication situation or what it was. Um, yeah. It's all, you, you know, the, the thing to do, and even if, you know, even if they're worried about playing man, take the person off the ball and, yeah. you know, have five guys guarding four. And if they beat you on a, yeah. on a lob and they tie it, okay. You know, tip your yeah. cap to them. Tip, tip your cap to them, which you have to do in this case. But like, I mean, if no threes wasn't the first, like one of the things said in that huddle, um, that we should be questioning Brad Stevens. I guess yeah, no threes, no threes, no fouls is pretty much what I would que- say. Right? You should be questioning them regardless. Um, you, know, you know, in a series where I feel he has out coached Nick Nurse to to an extent. Um, you know, Brad probably made a tactical mistake last night. He'd probably be the first one to admit it. Um, well, 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 here's where it comes down to. Would you rather have 7-5 Taco 
trying to trying to stand up and not do anything other than stand up um, against Kyle Lowry, who is extremely clever and extremely savvy. Um, or would you have rather had name your person, right? Like Kemba, Semi, Romeo. Would you rather have another guy like that roaming around, getting a hand even, up in front of Fred Van Lee? Or even, like, or even, or even Robert Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Why isn't Robert Williams on the floor instead of Taco at that point? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like coaches sometimes are are are, are biased against defending inbound pass after the the the, the Grant Hill to Christian Leitner thing, Bob, you know, twenty five years Bob ago. Williams, Bob, Bob Williams on the ball might have been a better play than Taco. I mean, I know he's not. Yeah. I know he's six nine as opposed to seven five, but yeah. I mean, you know, he probably would have been a little bit more active and agile and. You know, does Lowry make that pass if they're at TD Garden? No, no probably no, no, no. And OG doesn't does, hit it, by the way. Does, OG doesn't hit the shot. Well, he does, well the, the pass doesn't get made because Lowry had all that space to be able to stand behind the line. Oh, yeah. Which and, and, where he yeah. where, where where he's standing in the bubble is in that first row of courtside seats at yeah. TD Garden. Which makes you think, why are we why do we have the guy in the inbound if he if, we, if we're just gonna have if we're just going to have, and that was that the point space, right? I said, I have five guys, yeah. have five guys guarding four and don't have anyone on the ball. Yeah. And the other question is like, OG, he took a pretty deep detour on that baseline. If you watch the replay, which I hate to do, like he was very much under the basket and it's very likely he's stepping on cameramen at that point. So if he has to go a few more feet out, does Jalen understand, Hey, there's something behind me. I'm going to shade a little bit more. And if they try to hit Marcus all to hit a jump and catch from 15 feet. Okay. We'll play for overtime. Um, so the way you know, this, I don't, I, and the way and the, and the way Gasol's played, if, yeah, if he's going to hit that shot, that if he's going to hit that shot, then we'll win it over time. That's, that's fine. You played you played the percentages and it worked. But um, so, uh, a, a rare a rare lapse in judgment for this pretty intellectual team coached by someone like Stevens, and I think you do it right away too. Um, at least when we were yeah, watching, you caught it and let it go. It, you knew, yeah, you knew it was like, you're like how, my first thought was how. How did this happen? Like, <laughs> what everybody makes it? This is way better of a look than they should have had. Um, but man, pretty brutal way to go, especially after such a great play by Kemba Walker um, down the stretch there and, to, to get that. Bucket. And he's he's your key to the rest of the series. Um, I saw today. He is a plus. This this I think um, when Kemba's on the floor in this series, the Celtics are a plus thirty three. When he's off the floor, they're a minus thirteen. Wow! So we we can I talk for it. all we want. We can talk for all we want that Jason Tatum is the Celtics' best player, um, and he's the guy who can take over. He's the guy who's probably you would guess the most unguardable because I mean he had a tough shooting night last night. It wasn't so much what the Raptors were doing; it was just Tatum had an off shooting night. Raptors don't have anyone that can guard Tatum. Like no one that can really no. size him up. Um, <clears throat> But Kemba's the key to the series, I think. Yeah. Um, and that plus minus, those plus minus numbers. There's some people that aren't as big of believers in plus minus. I'm one of them. That is. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't think you're going to get a performance from Tatum like you did last night again. Certainly not in Game Four. But you need you need Kemba and Tatum performing, particularly if and you got to hope that Lowry and Van Vliet just had two exceptional games together and. If they keep duplicating that, then this is going to be a very, very difficult series for, for the Celtics. And you need yeah. Tatum and Walker to, to kind of, you know, you know, to, to combat that. And even without Tatum, it still took, you know, Toronto that 
that shot, you know, to, to win yeah. the game still. Um, but, uh, but, but you, you need Kemba to play and you need Kemba to play well and perform like he did last night. Uh, and, and like he has from really the fourth quarter in game two yeah. on, you know, um, you know, moving forward. And I think he will. For sure. For sure. I, I picked Boston in six beforehand. I still feel pretty good about that prediction. I think you had Boston in seven. Uh, sounds like you still feel pretty good about the Celtics taking this one. Hopefully in less than I seven. Do, I don't I don't want to do it in game too. seven. I, I do too. I think it'll probably be six. Um, I, 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 yeah. I like the Celtics in game four. I like them playing well in game four. The thing is they can play well. Toronto can play very well too. And Toronto can very well win the game. Um, I, uh, you know, so I, I kind of, at this point in the series where it is, I kind of, uh, I'll kind of agree with you that I think yeah. they end up do getting this down in six games. Um, and you know what, Pat, I don't know if you're paying any attention. Um, 3 if they do, if they do get by, it's going to be, the, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be the Miami Heat. I'm clapping um, right now on our Zoom screen. I'm clapping. Cause they, uh, they, they you, have you, totally, they've totally just dominated Milwaukee in this fourth quarter. You, you had them in the Eastern. You had them in the NBA Finals before this playoff started, and I didn't hear that from too many people. So I uh, got to give them credit for that one. And I'm sticking with it. Like they, they scare, they scare me. They worry me. Um, they're, 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 peaking, with, they're peaking right now. I know, but we we've got a long way to go with with Toronto here. So I'm not trying to to jump yeah. ahead, but um, but they're going to be an extremely extremely tough out. I mean, we. You think Nick? I mean, I, I think. We've had this debate before, and I think it could go any other way, but you could make the easy case that Spolster is the best coach in the East. Um, and if you think Nurse is good, you know, Spolster is yeah. going to be just as tough. It's, if if tougher, and the way Jimmy Butler's playing and the way supporting cast is playing, they were playing down a rotation guy. Like, Olenek didn't play. He was in a golf shirt here. I don't know. I, I missed that. I don't know what, yeah. what happened there. But he's he's been one of their seven, eight rotation guys. Um, you know, when Adebayo fouled out the other night, Olenek came and replaced him. So. The Heat are going to be a tough out um, yep. if we get to that point. Um, you, know, you, you know who would be very, you know who would be quite helpful in a series against the Heat. Uh, is is his first name begin with a G and his it does. Last name rhyme with Wayward. Yeah. Yes, he has either three or four kids. We don't know one of the two. Hopefully, uh, four sooner than later. Um, so, but. so is this a situation where I, I mean, I heard he's coming back to the bubble <laughs> this weekend, which doesn't mean that he's healthy. But they say he's he's coming back either today, tomorrow to start his quarantine. Um, has he has his kid yet? Though? He hasn't, right? No, he hasn't. Um, but in in the in the essence of uh, you can't you can't worry about that at the moment, you know. Sadly, um, <laughs> just getting him healthy and on the floor I know, is. I know. I, I know you want you obviously want to win every game quick, but to Playing Toronto in six they, games? They, they, no, they, they they won't they won't they'll they'll wait on this series at least a little bit. Like they're not gonna they're, they're not gonna but start it a week. We no, played three. We've we'll, both played three games before the Lakers have played any, right? So they're not gonna they're not gonna they're not gonna oh, start yeah. it right away. But uh, well, I hear this, what you're this, saying. This series will be over Sunday. <laughs> Best case scenario, the Celtics series is over Monday if they win the next two games. Big. They wouldn't start. Very, they wouldn't start at Wednesday. They, they would wait till the weekend. They would wait till the weekend. Oh, at least the weekend. But by then, that would be is, Hayward a, injury. is is Hayward a little bit closer to a return? And I maybe hope so. They told, four, they told me four. They told me four weeks, and that would be four weeks. Not there, 
is he not there for game one, but maybe game two or three? They told me four um, weeks. I hope it's four weeks. You know, they haven't told me I anything think, else. I think when he comes back, he comes off the bench. And uh, we need some bench, bench help. We need some bench help. So, I mean, that just shows you with the with, with the Kemba plus minus, I just said yeah. to you, like, when he comes out, that means Brett Wanamaker is coming in. Who's, and, who's and, been and, okay. And, 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 right. And, not, okay. Right, and, I, and I just about to say, I'm not about to – not about to shit all over Brad Wanamaker. Like he, he plays his role very well, but um, but you you saw last night, and not last night for the first time. You saw it in the second half of Game Two, even where they fell yeah. down by 11, 12 points, that they missed that just one more guy. Yeah, and that one more guy is Gordon Hayward. Can you get by Toronto without him? Yes, absolutely. They will get past him. Um, can you get by Miami, Miami without him? Can you can, but it's going to be very, very difficult. And then if you, you know, hypothetically, if you got to a finals, I don't think you're beating the Lakers or the Clippers no way. No without way. Gordon Hayward. No, you need so, the depth. You need, so I mean, you need, you need given you the, especially the Clippers. The Clippers have wings for days. You need, you and, need all, that, and all these people the that want to the say, right, right. And all these people that want to say that they look so good without him. Yeah, they look really good without him. It's because they still have three very, very good players. Um, Two, two, one, uh, you have one budding superstar, one all-star, and one almost all-star. Yeah. Um, in Jalen Brown. Uh, you need Hayward. You, 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 you need Hayward to be that, be that other guy, that other option. Um, because that lineup has worked a little bit at times where it's Tatum and then the four bench guys. That looks a lot better when – yeah, the a lot better when you can have two of Tatum, Kemba, Jalen, and Hayward on the floor at the same time. I agree, and that's no disrespect to Marcus Smart. That's no, that's no disrespect no. to Daniel Tice or Robert Williams or Grant Williams. All these people that have had their flashes in the series that have helped them get to where they are at being two to one, um, you know, at Toronto. And I think when you and I had our last pod, if you told mm-hmm. us we were going to be sitting here up two one in the semis against yeah, Toronto, I'd be we happy. Um, it. But just in the way they lost that game last night, it, it really kind of it, make, it, it makes you think about the things that they're missing a little bit. And one of those is one of those yeah. is Gordon Hayward. And they all say it that they want him back and they yeah. need him back, and they do. Um, and the la- and the last thing I'll say is, you know, you never know with future injuries either. So uh, any of those guys you mentioned go down, then we are in very big trouble. And that's where having more depth uh, is is valuable. Uh, someone like Hayward who can step in and play pretty much any role on the floor. So mm-hmm. I hope, I hope his training his recovery is going well. And I hope he has his uh, child at the best time for him and his wife, uh, but also maybe the best time for the Celtics. Hopefully I can say that. Um, hopefully sooner than later, uh, but uh, we will see. Alrighty. This has been fun. Good to, I feel a little better. I'll feel way better when we win by 20 tomorrow night. I know you don't think we will. I think we will. I'll feel way better when we do that. So let's get up three, one and then, Let's put I'll this. I'll feel better. I'll feel Thanks. better when we win. When we win by five tomorrow night. I'll, how about just win? <laughs> yeah, right. Let's yeah. let's have a three, a three, three to one score, and I think we'll both feel better. We shall. We shall. All right, man. This has been fun. We'll talk soon.